Okay, folks, this is Early Bird Smith here, and um, I know it's been a long time since you've heard my voice, but I'm back. Um, I've not spoken about this before, but I need to hit touch it again, probably for a third time, as you will have noticed in the podcasts, because it is something which is affecting God's people to the point where many of us as children of God we are heading straight to hell with what we are getting up with what are we getting up to and quite frankly I don't like it you know I'm, don't get me wrong I'm not the perfect Christian I'm no discerner you know I ain't got no letters behind my name but I'll tell you this I can enter a certain circumstance that I can enter the room or certain places and I can actually discern the way people feel I can feel what they feel you know and quite frankly some of it isn't good and if I can feel it how do you think God feels now we're going to be looking at unforgiveness because the way I see it, a lot of us as Christians, we are finding it very hard to forgive our neighbor. And that one little thing, apart from nothing else, that one little speck on your heart is probably the only thing that will send you to hell. You may have the perfect Christian life, you may live the perfect Christian life you may do everything God wants you to do, be holy as I am holy, you may walk in the spirit, live in the spirit but if there is one iota of unforgiveness in your heart even the size of a mustard seed then you're on your way to hell the title of this podcast is Failing to forgive one another as God says we should as its eternal consequences God says in the Bible right he says in Ephesians 4:26, be angry and say not okay let not the sun go down on your right but unfortunately many of us as Christians sometimes me are going to bed at night clearly vexed or full of spite and hatred with somebody or something is it any surprise or we should really thank God for the fact that we get up the next morning I have to mention this certain topic again people because right here and right now in 2021 some stubborn and hard hearted hard-headed Christians worshipping among us are on their way right now to hell and eternal hellfire owing to the fact that they have a fake form of righteous godliness and do not and will not feel it necessary to forgive thy neighbor in any way shape or form known to man this is not the time to be playing church ladies and gentlemen in all honesty, to be truthful to yourself, 
If you are going to forgive someone, forgive them unconditionally and forget. But if you are not going to forgive them, then be aware of the consequences that involve death and hell. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Are you still with me? Good. Unforgiveness is one of the few sins that Christians exclusively carry around with them on a daily basis, even into the sacred surroundings of the church, God's house. Sadly, when Jesus Christ returns for his sins, you will find many unforgiving Christians. Will you or I be one of them? Who knows? Even more sadly is you don't hear ministers preaching about for forgiveness or unforgiveness today because how can you live by example when you are not setting the right example? Why preach about forgiving thy neighbor from the pulpit when you cannot forgive people at home or at work? So many worshipping menial Christians today are willing, come hell or high water, to go to an everlasting hellfire just because they will not forgive thy neighbor. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. This is God speaking, not me. So don't shoot the messenger, yeah? And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burnt, and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing, nothing at all. 1 Corinthians 13, 1-3 The way I see it, you may be the world's greatest praise and worshipper in everyone else's eyes. But in the eyes of our Father, which art in heaven, you are nothing but a two-faced liar and a hypocrite. 1 John 1, 6, 8 and 10 If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, God that is, and his word is not in us. This is God speaking, not early bird. Okay, folks? Call yourself a Christian, yes. Do the right things what Christians do, yes. Say the right things, sing the right things, play the right things. Walk and talk and do the right things like a Christian. But if you cannot find it within yourself to mentally and physically forgive brother this and sister that accordingly, then don't expect any forgiveness from the living God of creation whatsoever. And that is a biblical fact. 
Matthew 6, 14 and 15, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you your trespasses. This is God speaking. But Lord, how often shall brother this and sister that sin against me? And I forgive them. Or, yeah? How many times, Lord? Seven times? No. I say not unto thee seven times, but seventy times seven. In fact, no matter how many times they sin against you, it, it is imperative as a Christian that you execute godly forgiveness. Yes. Yes, folks, listen to this, right? Yeah. I know it kills you to say sorry or ask for forgiveness. And I know you would rather slap them in the mouth more than anything else. Punch them or whatever. But if you are going to be like Jesus, if you are going to walk in this Holy Spirit and not in a spirit, then regardless of what brother this or sister that said behind your back or in front of your face, with lies, hearsay, and false rumors, you still have to forgive them. Put it this way. They spit in Jesus' face. They f- abused him physically. They made him look like a damn fool. They humiliated him in public. They spread lies and false rumors. And what does Jesus do? He says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. In the book of Acts, they did the same thing to Stephen. And then they stoned him to death. And what does he do? He says, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. So he was setting, he was following an example here. These men used their dying breath to execute forgiveness rather than take all that spite and hatred to the grave? can we say the same thing? What would you do right now if brother this or sister that hark and spit in your face or slap and humiliated you in front of other people? Would you forgive them? Or would you wait for the right chance or the right opportunity to get your home back on them? Eh? I know what I would do. Tell me something. Between you and me. How do you sleep at night holding on to so much grudge festering inside your beating heart? Are you not afraid that you, you, you get a heart attack? Are you not afraid that your heart will stop? And you go and wake up dead? Eh? Are you going to find you dead in the bed? You mean to tell me that you have been a child of God since you were 15, 16 years old and you still have a problem with forgiving someone? You have a problem with unforgiveness. You have been living with unforgiveness since 1984. 1995, 2011, even as far back as 1979, and it is still your number one priority 
against that certain person or people. What's wrong with you? Why is that, I wonder? They didn't kill you or bury your body somewhere in secret. They didn't rape you. So what is it that is hindering you from giving God your all and not just a part? Listen to this. If nothing else, forget what has been said and done in the past. Leave it all in the past with the rest of the other sinful baggage. When you hold on to the pain and the hurtful reminders that will not allow you to forgive one another, then there are mental and physical consequences and it actually causes you as much stress as the one you have failed to forgive. Is it any wonder that many Christians today are now going to their GP or the hospital for unknown and mysterious aches and pains? Yes, we can blame COVID-19 and say that we are dying or we're dead. But at the end of the day, sometimes that pain that is affecting you is the fact that you will not forgive the brother or the sister. So that same pain and that same ache is going to kill you dead. For, you still with me? Good. I nearly done, yeah? Take it easy. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. The he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. Galatians 6, 7 and 8. Lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. Hebrews 12, 1. Which sin is that I wonder? Which is holding you back, eh? The IDEA, Health and Fitness Association, writes, In study after study, results indicate that people who are forgiving tend to have not only less stress, but also better relationships, fewer general health problems, and lower incidences of the most serious illnesses such as depression, heart disease, strokes, aches and pains, and cancer. But why is that so? Eh? Because not forgiving or nursing a grudge is so caustic, says Dr. Fred Luskin, PhD, a health psychologist at Stanford University, and the author of the book Forgive for Good, a proven prescription for health and happiness. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this right now, and I'm not prophesying. If you cannot forgive your brother or sister, you will die. And the unforgiveness will go with you to the grave. The smallest degree of unforgiveness in your life can cause a great deal of physical pain. Where that backache come from? Eh? Where that knee pain come from? Where does pains come from? I was alright last week and now I'm in pain. I can't sit down properly. I can't walk properly. I can't talk because my mouth didn't my jaw is hurting me. Why am I always in pain? Why? I'll tell you why. Because you're so bad seed. I know you're reap, like God say. And you know what else? 
the unforgiveness. Search your heart, like the Bible says. Search your heart. Because somewhere deep within your heart, you have not forgiven somebody. And you're going to take that same unforgiveness that you should have left to Jesus. You're going to take it and the same thing is going to kill you dead. The smallest degree, even the size of an atom of unforgiveness in your life can cause a great deal of physical pain. Like I just said, is it any wonder many young and old Christians who should know better are now looking to doctors for healing and cures when they could just as easily go to the Lord God in prayer and get the problem sorted out in the blink of an eye? Unfortunately, many Christians are worshipping God in spirit and in truth in vain because they are too stubborn to forgive or forget the person. Yes, I know it's so hard. And I know some of you are ready to fight back and stuff. But think about it. Think about it, folks. If you do not forgive, do you really think God is going to forgive you? He is not. God keeps his word, you know. And if he says, I ain't going to forgive you, then he's not going to forgive you. And this will have some kind of a snowball domino effect. Because if he's not going to forgive you, then you're a sinner. And if you're a sinner, sinner goes to hell, right? Refusing to forgive and unforgiveness raises your blood pressure, your blood cholesterol, stresses you out with panic attacks, depletes your body's immune system and bodily functions, destroys any relationships you have, makes you more angrier, depressed and causes painful sores, boils and abscesses and enormous physical stress to the whole body no wonder you can't sit down properly sometimes eh? no wonder sometimes when you're using the toilet or you sit in the chair you can't get up properly because something is eating away at your body physically eh? no wonder you always feel so out of place spiritually and physically as a Christian why? I'll tell you why it is because the demonic spirit of unforgiveness is slowly killing you and you don't even know it. Put it this way. Ask yourself this question. If Jesus Christ came back right now with you feeling so, what would he say to you in those final moments? Would it be, come ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the of the world or will it be depart from me ye cursed into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels yes I know keeping God's commandments is very hard thing to do especially if you have unforgiveness embedded in your Christian heart but when God says do it you have to do it whether you like it or not but in the meantime, for many Christians, we walk around giving everyone the false impression that everything is all right. You know, everything is funky-dory. While spite and malice, resentment, long-time grudges, internal anger and hate are eating up the unforgiving 
the unforgiving we have inside us you know we are dead men and dead women walking why and all because we can't forgive brother that our sisters sister this at the same time if we withhold our forgiveness to one another who is worthy it will also affect our own spirituality and our own relationship with god just as the father sent his only begotten son to forgive all sins so as jesus christ passed that commandment on to his christ-like followers is what me just say forgiveness is not a one-time feel-good thing if someone insults or offends you in any way shape or form and if they even ask for forgiveness time and 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 time again then it is the biblical duty of you or the individual in question to forgive them to aim that not to do good and do it not it is sin according to the book of James so if you know you should forgive that person but you can't find it within yourself to forgive them you're a sinner and where do sinners go exactly we are all one body in Christ Jesus believe it or not so if one person hurts we all hurt if one person sin we all sin Jesus Christ makes it crystal clear even for a blind person in his earthly teachings and while hanging from the cross at Calvary in order to be for, to for, to be forgiven mankind we me you men women boys and girls we must forgive other people even if it hurts like hell even if we're going to choke to death we must find it within ourselves to forgive and to get rid of that unforgiveness which is tearing us apart which is tearing the families apart true christians must forgive the sins of others in order for god to forgive them their sins yeah i know brother sis, brother this and sister that put you through hell eh and they stole your joy every chance they could get eh they made you feel like something they find at the bottom of one shoe they use and abuse you in the name of Jesus but folks forgiveness is vital if you intend to reach the next spiritual level in your christian life when scripture says be ye holy as i am holy our scripture says we must walk in the spirit what it means is that our christian lives must be exemplary there must be nothing there once again we must lay aside every weight and every sin that is so easily besetting us you know forgiving someone or saying sorry is a hard thing to do because you make it hard nonetheless if you say you are following christ jesus if you say you are a child of god then forgiveness is the first thing you should be reaching for when someone offends you or when they or when they insult you make you look like a fool once again if you don't forgive 
no matter who you are, you could have letters in front of your name, you could have letters behind your name. You could preach some of the best sermons, you could play the best keyboard, you could play the best bass guitar. If you don't forgive, then God himself will not forgive you and he has every right to send you to hell for disobedience. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Christians everywhere, if you don't want to go to hell, then you have to do the right thing. And if you really and truly wish to forgive that person who offended you or who offended unknowingly, because sometimes, you know, you have to look back at yourself and sometimes you might say something or you might do something to offend somebody, but they don't, they don't want to say, but body actions will, will show that, you know, they don't want to talk to you no more, they don't want to have anything else to do with you because you said something or you did something, you know? But if you really and truly want to forgive and get rid of that unforgiveness, then you've got to put aside this, the lip service and the crocodile tears and the cheap talk is cheap. And you need to go to God in prayer. Because according to scripture, God says any problems, bring it to him. I can only assume that any problems that we take to God, he will sort it out. Right? So therefore, if you've got a problem that nobody else can solve, right? I don't care what the problem is. If you have something on your heart and your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, your best friend, your BFF, or anybody can't deal with it, God will deal with it. You need to go to the Father and you need to tell him straight what the problem is. You need to say something like this. Our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Teach me, Lord, how to forgive. My body and soul is racked with the feelings of hate and spite and malice and unforgiveness against brother this or sister that for what they have done and said to me in the past. Even now, I don't know what to do, Lord. I don't know how to forgive. Teach me how to forgive, Lord, like you taught your disciples how to pray. It hurts me, Lord. I don't want to forgive, never mind ever, ever forgiving what was done to me, what they said to me. But Lord, Holy Spirit, I need spiritual help here. Teach me how to forgive as if I mean it, Lord, and I will do it. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Early Bird Smith signing off one more time. Peace.